Hello and welcome to the Scaling Therapy Practice. This is the show where we ask you to take intentional steps towards... No, this is the show where we ask you to take intentional steps towards sustainable growth. Uh, 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 this is the show where we ask you to take intentional steps towards sustainable growth. If I say it three times, maybe it'll maybe one of them will be there. Uh, this week, we are joined by Steve Bissot and Lisa Mustard. Uh, and our topic of the week is we're going to talk about marketing your therapy services with podcasting. So uh, the first part, we're going to talk about uh, a tool tip or tech of the week. And Lisa has something that she's br brought to our group's attention um, called Hello Audio that she's going to share with our group. Well, thanks for having me back on the show, James, first of all. And hey, Steve, hope you're doing well and good to be here. So I am loving this. It's called Hello Audio. It's a private podcasting feed. They also have an option for a public podcast feed. So you can do you can have both and with them. I discovered them, I don't know, a couple months back when I was looking for a, a way to take a lead magnet off of video. I didn't want to create content that my listeners would have to watch on a video or download to their computer and sit at their computer any longer than we already do as therapists, right? And so I love audio. Obviously, I have a podcast on the go. Uh, continuing education is my favorite thing in the world. And when I came across Hello Audio that you could create content and upload it into this feed and then people had to sign up for it to get the content, I was really intrigued by it. And the cool thing is you can actually do a seven-day free trial if you guys want to check it out. We'll put links in the show notes. But go over there, check out Hello Audio and um, see what you can do with it. And it's great for a number of things. So I like it because it can fulfill any marketing uh, – what am I trying to say – Mark, no, let me take that back. It can, it is a great lead magnet. So it's good marketing. It's good brand awareness. It's good know, like, and trust factor. It's good value adding. And for people to get the Hello Audio, they have to give you their email. So you're collecting emails and hopefully whatever you're providing on the other side is worth their time and they are learning something from you. So you can also use it as a way to fulfill any type of course instruction that you have. So let's say you're a therapist out there and you have this idea that you're like, everybody wants to create a course right now. And I get it. Like, it's a great, quote unquote, passive income. We can debate that all day long. Is it really? Because <laughs> it's not passive. I mean, not yeah, passive. to get it started. But yeah. <laughs> I see so many therapists in, in these gazillion Facebook groups that I'm in asking, how do you create a course? How much money are you making? What's the deal with courses? And then how do you market it? So I was like, okay, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to create that information, but I'm going to put it behind, a, uh, you know, a, 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 um, what am I trying to say? A contact form. Hey, yeah, like a oh, sign-up yeah. form. Oh, a, a contact form. form. So anyway, yeah. I just think that people are tired of watching video. They're tired of sitting at their computers. If you think about this, like if you can get out of the shower and record your content and not have to create a video, but yet still give your students or still give your audience what it is that they want or need. And I don't have to put on makeup. I don't have to do my hair. I am all about it. Like when I, <laughs> when I record my private episodes, yeah. it's just raw. It's like, Hey guys, I'm back. This is the private podcast feed. I call it my secret podcast. Um, and I go into a little bit more depth, a little bit more behind the scenes, a little bit more of like, it's real, and it's not edited. I just record. And then when I'm done, I upload it. I think that private podcasting is such an awesome way for lead generation and then to fulfill any type of course or instruction that you are um, wanting to give instead of doing the videos and then having your, you know, to edit the videos, you can just do 
the private podcast feed. What I love about it too is that you can just uh, you can upload a video into it and it'll strip the audio, so you don't have to worry about converting anything. It's really really tech friendly. I always say if I can figure it out, anybody can figure it out. Um, I just love it. I I think Steve actually is on my. Are you subscribed? To I absolutely right? subscribe to it, and it's yeah. okay. great content. And what I would say also with that, it also feels like it's very personal from Lisa to me. And that's the other part that's really helpful for those who would use it as a lead magnet or a paid, whatever they decide. But I think it's really good for that because I really feel much more, I'm always in touch with your podcast. We've listened to each other for a while, but that one even feels more like it's a, like I'm in a private conversation with Lisa. So, yeah, well, thanks. And I do want to give some ideas for how you can use it because I think we hear it and we get like it really excited. But let's say you're a therapist in private practice and you want to do something different, like you want to create guided meditations. You can record your guided meditations, right? You could have five of them and you could put it on Hello Audio and there's a, a paywall. So then people can, you can then sell your, you know, your guided meditations. I just think that's a genius way to do it. I think as a coach, you can also maybe record your ses- sessions with your client and then you as a gift you can say hey i'm going to upload them to your own private podcast feed so you can listen to them again there's just so many things that you can do with private podcasting that um that's not video (laughs) but you're still giving them (laughs) you know because you can also put links in the show notes you can you know you can put a bunch of stuff information into the show notes still you can even give a transcript of the episode if you want so there's i just i'm in love with it i think it's the future um I think everybody, you know, you know me, I think everybody should have a podcast if you have, if you sell something or have services or um, courses. So yeah, that's my, that's my favorite thing right now. Yeah. It sounds like it reduces some of the barriers that would trip people mm-hmm. up for creating content. Like with, with video, you have your lights, do you have slides? What's your camera? Uh, I don't necessarily wear makeup, but did I shave? You know, <laughs> did I shave? How's my hair? What am I wearing? Uh, mm-hmm. All those things that would be like, oh, I, I, I don't want to do it. And it takes time. Like when you're recording video, all those things, those little things, even the room you're in, what's behind you. There's just so many barriers for creating good, good video. So uh, a program that does the audio and it can even take your video and strip out, strip out the, the video and just give you the audio file. That's, that's pretty awesome. Um, you said it's user-friendly. Like, uh, like if I, if I had a video and I knew what I wanted, how, how long do you think it would take me to get something set up a day, an hour? Um, I mean, I think you could probably be figuring it out in an hour because you can just upload the video um into I'm, I'm pretty sure because i've done this like i i haven't i didn't have an audio i had a video and i, I uploaded it and it it pulled the audio and i think i was it was actually um a facebook live that i had done a while mm-hmm. back and i saved it to my computer and then i uploaded it and then i just it just played it into my feed you know and another thing too another way you can use it let's say you know therapists out there you have a newsletter and, you know, you're, you would like to actually record your newsletter instead of sending out, out as an email. So you could, like, if you do a weekly or a monthly, you can just, you know, this is what's going on in the practice. I mean, whatever you have going on. You, so people hear your voice. And it's just mm-hmm. such a wonderful no like, and trust factor. And I get excited because when I get a new, like, a notification that some of the private podcasts that I'm 
um, subscribe to, I get an like I get an email saying, "Hey, there's a new episode," and then it'll show up in my notifications on my Apple Podcast that there's a new episode. So I think that's I just think it's cool, and it can live forever. You know, and there's different ways you can have it. Like you can have a drip, you can have it release on a date, you can have it all come out at one time. There's just a lot you can do with it. It's pretty cool. But like if you let's say you record. 52 meditations mm-hmm. you can drip it out one a week you know when they sign up you get a year's worth of meditation yep. one a week uh, dripped yep. out uh, i like i like it for the um the lead magnet generation like if you want this you know this teaching this topic give me your email i'll give you the topic mm-hmm. it sounds great how can i ask how expensive it is right now um. Let's is, it, see. is it like a monthly service, a weekly, no, probably well, monthly and yeah, yearly? Yeah, you can pay monthly or you can pay yearly. And let's see, what is it right now? I want to say for one, you save 20% when you pay annually. Or so the most popular is you get three private feeds and one public feed. That's $39 a month. Um, or oh, no, I'm sorry. You can get one. Okay, so fourteen dollars a month. You can get one private feed and one public feed. So, they, but right now I know it's Black Friday. But the time that this ends or this comes out, it won't be Black Friday. They have some pretty cool Black Friday. I think it's like fifty percent off the powerhouse plan. So, I've actually thought about oh, buying wow. that because I think that like I think about <laughs> okay, well, if I'm gonna be coaching people, it'd be really great to give them their own feed. And I said, like, let's say I'm working with Steve on something. I could call it like Steve's personal podcast and it's all the recordings of our, you know, interactions or, you know, our, um, our zoom calls or whatever. So, or, you know, I mean, you could then like, you could create, I could create guided meditations if I wanted, just start throwing them out there and see if I could sell them or I don't know. I mean, there's so many things you could do. If you have blogs that you write, you could just read your blogs and have that as a feed, but there's different, there's different levels. So I like uh, just it made me think of how Mike Michalowicz does his books. I always buy them audio, like the Audible, and uh, he will read his book and then he'll throw in this amazing aside or update. And it it just makes it feel that much more personable and special as he like, hey, guys, why don't you know this extra thing? Um, You could do that with a blog. All right. So that was uh, like wrote a book. You could do that. Yeah, that was Hello Audio. Um, and we'll have the affiliate, the links in the, um, the show notes. So let's get into our, our main topic, uh, marketing your services through podcasting, whether it's a, a mental health service or your coaching or consulting services. Uh, all three of us here are podcasters. So I think um, one, of the, one of the first questions I want to ask is, you know, what made you want to get into podcasting and how did you get started? So Steve, we'll ask you first, like, what made you want to get into podcasting? And well, how before did you we start? go on, just the trick of the week. Some of us don't have to worry about our hair on video. Just for the record, I just <laughs> that's very discriminatory. I'm very concerned. Uh, but all joking aside, uh, <laughs> I just thought I'd put that one in there when people are like, oh yeah, got to be worried about your hair. You're, you're naturally Most, beautiful. Some of us don't. Um, but really, you know, it, it was interesting to hear about um, make, making a book on a private podcast because I started off with a book that I wrote in what? 2020 and mm-hmm. people who read my book were like, I got it at least four or five times. This is a podcast. This is a great podcast. You can talk about these subjects. You've seen, you know, you, you know, talk about this, talk about that. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
after debating it for many months and uh, deciding to take my time, and again, I'd, Lisa she's probably sick of me me saying this, but I called her, and she was one of the. She gave me the best advice. She was so supportive. She's amazing at what she does, and you know, really inspired me. So, um, I, I I always you know I mean what I say and say what I mean. So again, thank you, Lisa. I think I've said that to you too many times now. I'm hopefully not too sweet, and you feel like you're getting too. Uh, your esophagus is getting irritated or something. Uh, but at the end of the day, um, this is how I started. And I checked with Lisa. I checked with a couple more people. And really what for me, when I got into podcasting, it was really about like just following up the book, trying to promote the book at the same time. And um, it's really evolved since then uh, to a point where, you know, sometimes you got to think about how you evolve things. But really, that's how I started. I mean, I'm going to try to stick to the question. And the question was, how did I start? And there's my answer. Oh, well, thanks for, you wore my heart, Steve. Thank you. <laughs> All in the day's work. Well, and I. Yeah. Whenever um, I need to pick me up, I just text you. <laughs> that I appreciate. <laughs> um, so I started in, let's see, I got the idea to start in like 2017. I can't even remember how long it's been, but. So I was at a conference. I know I've told you all this story before, but if you haven't heard it, I'll make it super short. I was at a conference in Charleston. I was sitting in a chair for eight hours in this beautiful, beautiful setting, downtown Charleston. And all I could think of was, wouldn't it be cool if I could take these speakers and put in my earbuds and walk around the battery or walk down King Street, you know, and just take in the beauty and also get my CEUs. And I was like, hey, that's a really good idea. I wonder if anybody's doing that. Nobody was doing it. I emailed Pessy and I said, hey, I have this idea. Would y'all be interested? And they didn't write me back. And I thought, all right, well, then I'll just have to solve my own problem. And so I just got really curious about what it would take to create continuing education over podcasting. I actually had a friend who is a speech therapist locally um, had me on her podcast. Oh, gosh, just so long ago now. But And she was telling me how they were creating continuing education. And I thought, wow, if you guys can do it, then I bet. But I bet I can do it too. So then I just kind of went for it, started looking for, um, you know, local therapists who were experts in, in authority in their, their topics and in their niche. And I just started to create pod courses. And then I was like, I love podcasting. So I'm going to do one every week and I'll talk about something different in the world of talk therapy. And that was, gosh, I want to say I started in 2018. I can't remember y'all. I think it was 2019 is when I started the show. And so here I am. And it's, you know, I think I just released 186 episodes. I've had other podcasts. I, I, I started one called Midlife Magic. But um, if anybody can relate to having shiny object syndrome, I was told by, you know, business mentors and friends like, hey, you really need to just pick one thing and focus on that. And so I have to say no to a lot of things now. Probably going to have to start saying no to even more things just because of the way I want to um, you know, the future for 20 for next year, I have goals I want to reach. I have things I want to do. And a lot of them are, um, you know, coming to me as I keep going, but I love podcasting connected with Gordon. He started a site craft network and I was like, yeah, I would love to mm -hmm. love to join, uh, your, your network. And yeah, it's just been, here I am. So I don't know. Yeah. Well, you had an idea and you just kept following, mm -hmm. following it. Um, my, my idea, why I started is that I was talking with, uh, Dr. David Hall from Psych Maven 
and we were talking about online education and then that got started into you know growing your business and scaling your business and he said hey do you want to i don't know if it was he or one of us said let's do a podcast and so we we he was the co-host and we had guests and for me it's more of a a learning like i wanted to learn more about the business i wanted to network with people i wanted to discover what were some tips and tricks but also what were best practices and what were other people doing and um this, this season on marketing you know i had questions on marketing what's the best way to marketing so what am i going to do i'm going to do <laughs> 12 episodes on marketing and learn from the best and get some people in here and what they're doing and and just talk about stories like not everyone here is an expert on every subject but we you know Steve and Lisa have tried more things than I have and so every week they talk and give their experience on uh, marketing and SEO and blogging and whatever you know podcasting whatever else whatever subject is there and I get to learn and glean from that. And I think it also is very relatable to the people who are listening to the show. Like, well, they're not they're not experts necessarily either, but they need support from people who have gone a little bit further down the road. And, um, and I, then I get to make these little handouts for people, which is one of the things I like to do for some reason. I have like <laughs> I have a myriad of handouts on all sorts of things. And so uh, listening to the episode and then creating some extra, you know, downloadable content for that is something that really just keeps me excited. So how did I get started? It was with conversations and, uh, and uh, what, uh, so that, that's how I got started. Um, And we, I think we're all, yeah, we're all part of Gordon's network. I think networking, I mean, what does networking mean to you? I, I think it's kept me energized and, um, when some things are hard, listening to other people and asking questions has made it easier. What what's your been what's the what has your experience been with the networking and joining together in the SciCraft network? Well, we wouldn't be here, right, if it wasn't for that networking. Let's let's start off with the obvious. Um you know, from Well, wait, I think you joined because we you and I were talking, right? Like did I did I tell you about okay? So I told you about the Sidecraft network because we were already talking. Right. So that's one way, like coming into the network. Okay. So I just want to put that out there. Right. I think that networking is uh, is complex, though, right? I mean, I I don't know. <laughs> How so? How I don't know. I don't think it's complex. How do you think it's complex? Well, you're, you're Lisa. Well, you said you're. Are you an introvert or an extrovert? You feel like I'm an, an extrovert. extrovert when I'm talking well, to, to you. I have to force myself to s- be extroverted at things like this because I know that's the way to yeah. do this is to, you have to network, mm. right? And I know I have to push myself to do the things that I don't like to do. And one of them is I don't like to always talk to people and be networking, but I, it's not hard to me. It's just something I have to make myself do, you know, and with the right people, like you have to find the right network. But if you're networking with people, you'll get there. Like one thing leads to another and, the next thing you know, you know, you're interviewing somebody that you're like, man, I never thought I'd be interviewing this person, you know? Um, like I went to a training on Friday and a friend of mine was there. Actually, a couple of friend of my, friends of mine were there and um, I, I introduced myself to the people who were running the, the, 
the training. And the next thing I know, I was asking one of the ladies if she wants to come on my podcast because her niche was really cool. And I thought she could add a lot of value to my audience. And she's like, oh, my gosh, I'd love to be on a podcast. And then that led to another woman there I know who I who I would like to come on the show. So, you know, people um, I think it's just just talking and then people say, well, where do you where do you work or what do you do? Do you have a private practice? Mm-hmm. And I said, no, I don't. But I have a podcast and you just you're just sharing what it is that you do and Asking questions about them, of course, is really important. Um, but I don't feel like it's hard. I don't know. I want to hear Steve. I want to hear mm-hmm. Steve say more about why it's hard or who said it was hard. James, who said it was hard? Talk more about that. I think oh. it was. I think it was. And for me, when I put up my hand for those who are just listening to audio, just realize that. Um, <laughs> and I, I guess that for me, it's that I am an introvert, and most people don't believe me, but I'm truly am an introvert. I I can put on a show right now. And I'll be fine. But once I'm done with this, like I literally have like 10 to 20 minutes where I'm garbage and I need to that like recycling, so to speak. And I want to be on like I never want to do this podcast or my podcast or Lisa's podcast or whoever's podcast half assed. And I know you might edit Mm -hmm. that out and that's fine. But at the end of the day, for me, what I find hard is that if I go on Gordon's podcast, I want to present the best of Steve. And there's sometimes Steve was only like 30%. And that's just how it is because of maybe my social battery. I have kids, I coach soccer, I have my clients, you know, like my battery sometimes is drained. So what I find particularly hard in the networking stance is that if uh, Daniel ever invited me to his podcast, Daniel, this is an invitation to invite me. Um, At the end of the day, like I want to be able to be the best for Daniel. But when I have, you know, I know we've worked on this weekly for a while, then I have my own podcast and then I have a life and then I have a client and then something happens in my life. I'm going for surgery in a couple of weeks. It just gets overwhelming. So I don't want to do a half bad job for Daniel or anybody else on the SiteCraft or any podcast. So for me, the networking is like it's got to fit into a very specific schedule. And that's the hard part because to promote um, here you know, I need to promote my podcast. And when I'm on my podcast, I got to talk about here and the site craft network. And truthfully, Gordon has created something great. I appreciate how Lisa did invite me. And I want to make sure that everyone clearly hears me. Gordon is the man and he is amazing. Mm -hmm. And I wish he was here today. And I know he has other obligations and things going on in his life, but I want to mention that very clearly because as much as I love, I, I love podcasting, it's made my love of podcasting even more. Because I like hearing about, we'll call Jane Doe or John Doe's struggles with the podcast or how did they do blankety blank on the podcast. And I want to keep it general just because I don't want to put anyone on the, on the spot here. But point being is that the hard part for me is that there are little intri- intrinsic things about networking that can be difficult because to confront my difficulties of putting on a commercial or even being so proud of being the site craft network. But 99% of the time, forgetting to go get that commercial to put on my podcast, and I feel like I cheated someone out. That's what I mean about the networking being a little more complex on on face value. Oh, let's talk to James. Let's talk to Lisa. Okay, that's not hard, but the back end can be very difficult. So that's what I that's what I meant by that, Lisa. I gotcha. Uh, yeah, all the administrative stuff on the the network. I think the network has opened. Uh, we're, we're talking about podcasting and, and marketing your services, but uh, networking 
has has opened some doors and also people might not know the scaling therapy practice podcast, but they've probably heard of Gordon and they've heard Gordon runs the SciCraft network. And if I'm part of the SciCraft network, there's all this, this like, oh, I trust I trust Gordon. I know he's in the SciCraft network. James is more is a little more trustworthy. And I would wanna, you know, be on a show. Um, and and the networking has really opened up, uh, you know, where do you get guests mm-hmm. for your show? Well, the network is this great source of, of experts in their field, in their area, where you can get some amazing guests uh, for the show. Um, so uh, we've, we've talked about why do you do it? How did you get started? Um, let's let's move to uh uh the the well i just said who do, who do you get to get to be a guest and like what where do you get find your content like if somebody was if somebody was going to start a podcast one of those those are kind of the two big things you know who do you have on your podcast if you're having a guest show like the format and then how do you how do you come up with content week after week because I think that might stop people. So, um, Lisa, what do you think? Where, where where do you find the guests and how do you come up okay, with content? So let me back it up and say that I think if you want to start a podcast, you need to be clear on what are, what's your intention. Um, I find that there's like a couple of different things that people want. They want to they <laughs> they like they like podcasts and they want they want to um, have their their voice out there they want to give their voice or they want to be heard um they want to it's a hobby for them more than it is anything but podcasting can become um can be expensive depending on how you do it and if you have an editor because it's either expensive in money or it can be expensive in your time and learning curve. Oh, yeah. so i would be very you know if you want to have a hobby podcast that's great but just know that you know what you're walking into but if you i, I would want to know like what's your intention do you want to sell your courses? Do you want to have more clients? Like, because it's really marketing. Podcasting is marketing. It is lead generation. It's fulfillment of courses. So it's, it's really marketing, um, what it is that you, that you do. So for me in the beginning, it was marketing my pod courses. Like, Hey, if you like this conversation, you know, be sure to listen to where I interviewed so-and-so we talk about, uh, eating disorder treatment and recovery and you can, you know, so I was promoting my, my pod courses Every time I have have an episode come out, so you uh, you need to think about what your intention is before you start the podcast. So, with that being said, if I was gonna if I was gonna talk to therapists and I had to bring content that therapists want to hear about, and they want to hear about issues, they want to hear about treatment, they want to hear about business building, they want to hear about side things they can do if they're a little bit burnout. They want to hear about burnout. They want to hear about money issues. Like they want to hear about all the things. And I just came at it from my perspective. Like if I wanted to learn about those things, who would I talk to? And so I went looking for those, those guests and along the way, just had really great opportunity to interview some really neat people. And you also have to stay true to, you know, I remember in the beginning, I felt like I had all these people that wanted to be on my show and I felt obligated to have them on because they wanted to be on my show. And I was like, oh, wow, I, they want to be on my show. So I have to have them. But I now I'm like, no, I don't have to have everybody on my show because like, let's say somebody wants to talk to me about, you know, addiction treatment. Well, if I just had somebody on talking about addiction a few episodes back, like, you know, I want to kind of I want to space it out. So 
you have to you have to talk to people that you want to talk to, not just people who want to come on your show and give value to your audience. Because remember, you're you're cultivating a community of listeners that you know you want them to stick around, and but you also have to have things in common with them too, so they will stick around. Um, so I don't know if I answered your question. I feel like I kind of talked all the way around it, but um, well, you you started with why yeah, why yeah. You do so it, be, basically, like if you want to make money with it, then have a business plan. Do not do this without a business plan. If you want to do it because you want to have an expensive hobby, and I say that lovingly, like it's not cheap, but it's fun. And if you just want to have an expensive hobby, then go for it. Um, and sometimes people get started and then they think down the road, okay, well, I'm started with it. Now, how do I monetize that? What do I do now? So then, you know, you maybe you're working with a strategist to kind of help you figure out which which path you should go. But it doesn't happen overnight and it takes time to build the show. It takes time to build credibility. It takes time to build the downloads and get people to listen. But you got to be consistent and you got to just love it. I mean, I don't think I could do it if I didn't love it. Mm-hmm. So Steve, what do you think? How did, um, how do you get guests and wh- I was how just going to brag that I've been on Lisa's show at least twice. She's been on my show twice. Mm-hmm. Just want to brag. Um, <laughs> but uh, all joking aside, I think that Lisa hit the nail on the head when she says, what's your goal? When you start the podcast, you need to know what your goal is. And for me, it was to promote the book. But I also wanted to promote that mental health is as important as physical health and talking about it openly that way. And one of the things that for better or for worse, I'm, I, I, you know, I, I like the big language that most people use. But for me, I like the down to earth, like being straightforward. And talking about stuff in that way and joking mm-hmm. around a little bit because it, you know, therapy can be very serious, but you got to be able to laugh about it. Um, so for me, it was, it's become like make therapy accessible to all by making it what it truly is and getting the guests that are around that. So how do I get content? Very easy. Like um, I had a guest that unfortunately had, I had to, she, she, he canceled on me like three times. I had to cancel on him because of, you know, mine's not volleyball, mine is soccer. Um, in those constantly evolving scheduling. <laughs> so I'm, I'm one of my, uh, it's going to be in airing in November, but it's a best, I did what uh, my review of the, of the year is. Here's the people I enjoyed. Here's why I enjoyed it. Here's where I think I'm going next. And this is what I hope you got from that. Um, it's very straightforward, nothing too complicated. And I talk about those things from the heart. Um, when I get guests, it used to be like, mm-hmm. oh my God, Lisa wants to come on my show. I don't have a freaking clue. Okay, sure. Come on in, Lisa. But now nowadays it's become, you know, I once you establish, you can change your business plan because you talked about a business plan, but you can change it. Nowadays it's like, and, you know, call me arrogant, call me whatever you want. I'm fine with it. But, you know, like, hey, Lisa, how much of a following do you have? And if you have a good following, sure, I'll have you on. But at this point, I'm no longer looking to create, you know, to get every, like, to I need to get some people who are going to follow me as much as they'll follow them and vice versa. It's got to be a reciprocal type of relationship. And that came with evolution. I mean, I'm at a, on episode probably 128 by the time this comes out, 129. I don't really know. Um, and it's an evolution of that point of view. And I think that what happens is that not only can you have a business plan, but the business plan can change. You know, I think that um, someone one day recently, I've been keeping it as vague as I can, Someone was talking about rebranding and how that goes. Well, rebranding has to do with what your message is going to be and what you're going to do. 
Uh, for me, I don't think that I want to rebrand finding your way through therapy, but I might rebrand the goal of it where it's more interviews. And instead of being our interviews, it'll be 30 minutes. That's not my business plan necessarily. For those who listen to me regularly, I don't know where I'm going with this. Just giving an example. But I think that rebranding has got to be very thoughtful. And if you're going to rebrand, you really got to go all in on what you're rebranding with. So I think evolution of a business plan is all, all fine and good. Um, but for me, content is about who can you bring in and how I can bring you an audience. That's kind of the reciprocity that I look for nowadays. And I really don't want to talk like, you know, um, if you want to talk about underwater basket weaving, that's great. Uh, that's not, no interest whatsoever to me. Um, so we're not going to talk about that. You're an NFL player who wants to come on. I'm a huge football fan. Let's go. I have some perfect. And I think that that's what I, <laughs> the, the power you know, like of networking. I, one of my guests that I will not, again, I'll keep it as vague as I can. I'm a huge pro wrestling fan. If you're on video, you can see it in the back. And I love talking to those guys about mental health because they're actually very open about it. Hockey players and, and um, wrestlers are actually very much open or what do we call superstars if we listen to the WWE? Um, at the end of the day, though, I think that what you need to do is you got to go. Like, if I have no interest in what the person's talking about, it's going to be clear. If they're not bringing me an audience, again, it's going to be clear. And with evolution, you can get there. But maybe at the beginning, you do get, I don't know about you guys, but I got a lot of solicitation. Hey, I have a, you have a podcast. I want to talk about TMS. I have no interest in TMS. I'm not opposed to TMS. I'm just not, that's not my interest. Um, if it was my sixth month in broadcasting my podcast, I probably would have taken on that guest. No questions asked. Nowadays, I'm like, what are you bringing to my audience? And what is my, like vice versa? And if it's not a mutual kind of a exchange, I'm like, thanks, but no thanks. And I still wish them well. I don't wish any ill to anyone, but you got to be very mindful as to what your goals are. And so, and it can change, but just make sure you set those goals. So full disclosure, I asked the question about rebranding. Hey, I don't put anyone on the, the spot. That is not my job in life. I don't put anyone on the spot. <laughs> well, that's because, because my, my, my business is creating courses for people and helping people create their own courses. And my podcast is scaling therapy practice. And I find that difficult to promote both without a uh, just it feels like there's extra Facebook pages and extra links. And then if I like even logos, the logo is different for the podcast than the, the, the main Web page. And then if I say, hey, my 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 podcast is scaling therapy practice, but it's hosted at courses.coursecreationstudio.com. It's just confusing. It confuses me when I even say it. So um, I guess maybe that's something to think about for people who are thinking about starting their their podcast, you know, naming it and the web page and the marketing, the, the more streamlined it is, the easier it is to um, promote. Uh, yeah. And I think that, you know, when I started my show, I called it the, the therapy show because I wasn't quite sure what direction I was going to go with it. But I also knew that the word therapy was very searchable in, uh, in the Apple Podcasts player. So I was like, no matter what I do, I can put, I'm going to talk about some type of therapy here and we'll see where this goes. Another thing, James, like I, I think I listen to so many podcasts, but so many of them have rebranded over the years and they just come out and have the episode. They're like, 
hey, I know over the past, you know, whatever, I've been, this is the title, mm-hmm. but moving forward, I'm, I am going to be Course Creation Studio. So you can keep all your episodes, mm-hmm. but just change the name of your, your podcast. And there's lots of things. Like, I have a lot of things going on. So I have the therapy show, but I also share about, hey, if you are looking for life coaching, feel free to reach out to me. I'm doing life coaching with women, blah, blah, blah. Or if you're looking for podcast coaching, I'm now doing that. So, um, you know, I don't think it – I think – your audience is going to stick around for you because they like you or, and if they don't, they yeah. don't, they find somebody else. But I mean, I think creating courses for therapists who desire uh, additional income stream is stream is just genius because I get so many people reaching out to me saying, I want to create a course, but I don't have time to do it. And that's like, right. Um, right. Well then go talk to James cause he can do that for you. Um, so I think that you have, you have some great skills it's just, you know, sometimes it's deciding like which one do you want to focus on is is the toughest because there's yeah. so many things you can do, you know. It's that is the one of the issues. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about before we end here. Let's talk a little bit about nuts and bolts. Like, what are what are some of the tools and uh, programs you use to create? I'll go first. I love the program Descript. Uh, Descript records. Uh, it, it records this episode here in audio and video. It's actually using a program that is included with Descript called Squadcast, so we can remotely record and set up things. Uh, Descript uh, transcribes my podcast, and now, recently, within the last month, it added AI features, so I can ask it to create simple show notes and like quotes from the episode, and I'm sure I'm not even using it to its maximum potential. But uh, that's what I've been using it for. So I've been it's cut down on my show notes and some of my the the social media things. I have templates now that I made so I can quickly make videos that have music and background and pull out things. So Descript is one of my favorite recording tools. And then I use Kajabi. Kajabi is the all in one platform for online courses, uh, web page, blog, coach. You can do coaching with it and also podcasting. So I have a Kajabi subscription and it's included with it and it includes my mailing list. So um, yeah, that's that's what I use for it. And I, and uh, yeah, so those are my two favorite tools, Kajabi and Descript. Uh, Lisa or Steve, do you guys have uh, favorite tools? Um, yes. So I love the Hello Audio. I know we talked about that in the beginning. And if you guys want to join my secret or private podcast, which is called The Therapy Show with Lisa Mustard, Creating, Continuing Education, and Additional Streams of Income. We'll put the link in the show notes if you want to check it out. It's 100% free. Um, I also use, so I use Libsyn as my host, and I'm waiting for them to have the AI magic that Buzzsprout has. So Libsyn, if you're listening, please, I'm going to reach out to tech support, find out what's going on. But I know Steve uses Buzzsprout, so... I'm suggesting right now, actually, to my people I'm um, coaching for podcasting to go with Buzzsprout because it cuts cuts you you know a lot of your time helps with the AI stuff. So, but my workaround for that is I record all of my episodes on Zoom and then I download the files to my computer. Then I upload them into Dropbox for my editor Chelsea to get. So in Zoom, it'll give you a transcript. It'll just transcribe your audio and your video. So then I copy that transcript into Chat GPT. And then I say, here is my upcoming podcast episode. Write a 
in a, some, an intro for this episode based on the transcript. And so it'll spit it out for me. And of course, I got to tweak it and I have to add things. And, and then you re-record the I, intro, yeah, so right? So I always yeah, go back and yeah. record my intro. Yes, yes, yes. So that's how I do that. That's great. Mm-hmm. And then I struggle doing intros yeah. and you just gave me yeah, a great I idea. I'll just have AI listen yeah. to what we just talked about and then say, hey, that's give me an intro. That's what you do. That's perfect. And then, yeah. yeah, and I also got to shout out Therapy Notes because they sponsor my podcast. I love Therapy Notes. They they have made it possible for me to do some really fun new things with the podcast. So I'm grateful for them, for sure. Cool, Steve. Tools. Well, um, nuts and bolts. Lisa sold it because uh, Buzzsprout is to me really helpful for several things. It is a hosting event, distributes it to everyone. Um, but also does not only the show notes, also sets you up with a blog if you want to put it on your website. Um, really does all the work for you that would be manually done. The only other tool that I would say that you talked about how you cheat. I do all my interviews. Okay, I'm breaking the wall here, so don't tell anyone. This this will not be broadcast anywhere, right? But I do my interview <laughs> with Lisa. And I shoved it into my AI, copy.ai, which is worth paying more for. It's better than chat GPT. That's just my two cents. That's a pr- that I use that a lot. And then like, this is how you should intro Lisa. Blah, 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 blah. And that's perfect. So I, so I do, I take, I go on to Buzzsprout, get my transcript, put the transcript in AI. AI says, this is the best interview. So I delete it because then it doesn't count against my time. I rewrite, I do the intro and it just, it's just, it, I know it sounds a little complex. It's not because what I used to do, sit there and like, how do I introduce Lisa? I'm I like, know. you know, Lisa. Yeah. Yes. Go back and listen to yes. it and write down all the highlights. Yeah. This, this is such a time. So I'm work. a big fan of Buzzsprout. Copy AI is amazing because the, the, the function that copy AI that most of the other ones don't do is if I said, uh, how do I introduce James? It will, and then I can press improve and it'll say, this is how you should ask AI the question. It gives mm-hmm. me how to ask the question. And then you resend it in the computer and then it gives you a really good answer. So for me, really? I'm a big fat AI. Copy I make no money. AI. I am not sponsored by them. Um, and obviously I'm very proud of uh, being a, my, my, my first ever sponsor, thanks to the SiteCraft network, is the peer network. And I'm very thankful for them. And I want to make sure I mention that. But copy.ai really helps. And uh, Buzzsprout, like not ha- like I literally have to hire someone. Um, I know that you know Lisa's obviously the queen of SEO, but I hired someone to do my SEO um, and do my. How, how can I put in the the blog um, into my website? Because I didn't know how to do that. So someone's going to do all of that for me, and then not only is it going to help drive traffic to my website, or drive traffic to my podcast and things like that and buzzsprout for $12 a month. And again, I'm not sponsored by buzzsprout for $12 a month. That's one hell of a good, like $12 spent for everything mm-hmm. that we do. Man. Do you produce your own show, Steve, or do you have somebody so like adding I, music? I got a voiceover that, for my intro. Like it's like, hi, welcome to finding a way through therapy, blah, blah, blah. That's, yeah, that's yeah, a voiceover yeah. that I paid once and they did, and they pronounced my last name, right. Which is, you know, that's, I gave them an extra tip for that. Um, then I do an intro and then I do the interview and then an outro and I have a voiceover for the end, the disclosure part that, you know, we don't want the legal team to be happy, so to speak. But I get a woman by the name of Chelsea. You might know her, Elisa. Uh, 
she she's amazing and does all my editing we i think that me and lisa have always followed since i've started my podcasting she had an editor to start off with i followed her with that and then i decided i needed something different and not because of anything else but the editor was great i just needed something different and moved on to a new editor and it was i'm like my my career is mim- i'm mimicking lisa essentially that's what's going on there. Minus the, minus the hair but better seo so hey yes why you gotta rub it in um i i did want to come back and say something though you were talking about um with oh be, so we, we kind of mentioned at the beginning this is not this is not a tool but it's how do you grow your podcast and it's just by yes. being a guest on other podcasts um you have to set aside time to really do that and um that's that's been uh, really helpful for me is to be a guest on other podcasts. Also, I like the idea of taking a feed. Like, um, didn't we? Did you and I do this, Steve? Or I took it. I took the feed and played it, and then you also played it through your feed. So we were playing the same episode. Just you know, we just watched sw- swapped feeds, kind of. So it was really cool how that how that went down. Um, I'd like to do that again, actually, with with some other podcasters because I think that's really neat. And then I also wanted to share one more thing, like. You know, podcasting has opened up doors for me that I don't, that wouldn't have appeared or presented themselves if I didn't have a podcast. So if um, you just have to find your thing and just go for it and just have faith in the process and be consistent and just have intention and do good stuff and it can really come back to bless you. And what do I mean by that? So I had somebody reach out to me like a year and a half ago and said, hey, you have a MBCC um, credential, we want to create some online courses for our therapists. Can we hire you to produce them? Because I had the credential and I was like, yeah, that sounds awesome. So they paid me to create these pod courses for their therapists. And, but then they also said, Hey, you can keep them and you can also sell them on your website. If you give us, you know, a little shout out here and there. And I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. that's great. Um, So that's been really cool that that happened. And then I also have created connections and collaborations with other continuing education companies where I promote their stuff and they promote me to their audience. So that's just been really nice cross promotion and that, that I didn't see that coming, you know? So there's just a lot of pros with, with podcasting and, and putting yourself out there and, and just starting the hardest part, just hitting record. It's just the hardest part is getting started. Great. Uh, I, I don't think I could sum up anything better than that. So <laughs> I didn't mean to take that from you. I uh, was like, I got to say this. No, let's let's do uh, in the last minute or two here. Let's do our one thing that you want people to remember. Uh, Steve, we'll start with you. Is there one thing you want people to remember from the episode? Don't lose sight of what your goal is from the podcast. So if you start a podcast and you can change your goal every year, that's fine. But make sure that you're reaching the goal that you want. So for me, my message has always been clear. I don't want someone who's intellectualizing mental health. I want them to make it so reachable that everyone's going to go to mental health. And that's always going to be my goal. But if it changes, it will. But just never forget what your message is in your podcast. So that would be what I would say. And honestly, you know, I've, I've been listening to Lisa and I've been thinking about Hello Audio, all joking aside. And, you know, really expanding your services through Hello Audio is actually a brilliant idea, too. And I know you're going to put a a show note link. So, yeah. Yeah. So I I don't want people to forget that Steve really loves pro wrestling because I think that's really important. Thank you. (laughs) Funny. (laughs) 
And also, I want y'all to know that prior to becoming a therapist, Steve, do you know this? I worked. You said that in my first interview. Okay. Together. Yeah. You did. I worked in marketing at WCW back in like ninety eight, seven ninety eight. I was in marketing. That was when Goldberg was really big. Goldberg. Remember that Goldberg? So. That's when I was like, what the heck am I doing with my life? And how did I get here? And I went back. So I, yeah, that's when everything changed for me. I was like, I don't think I want to be in sports and entertainment marketing. It's really not my calling. But I just want people to, like Steve said, you know, um, know what you're going into this for, but don't be afraid to pivot because you can't, all you can do is fail forward. You know, if you, if you start this and you, you love podcasting and it's just like the path you've chosen, it's just not clicking. It's not going don't be afraid to like pivot a little bit and try new things. Like that's what this is all about is just being authentic and trying new things. And, you know, don't have imposter syndrome. I always have imposter syndrome, but do it anyway. Do it scared. Do it imperfect. Just don't let perfection be the enemy of good. All those mantras that we listen to as we go to bed at night, you know, on YouTube videos, just really believe those things. Cause I mean, gosh, all if I can do this really you just you just gotta want it. You just gotta want it, and then you'll fi- you'll figure it out as you go. And if you need help, you need support. You know we're here. We'd love to have you in the Sightcraft Network, and um, you know talk to Gordon, see if this is what you want to do. Come join our network. Use my affiliate link to join the network. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just playing. No, no. Uh, you know I can talk about this stuff for hours, but you know don't forget if like if you just want to get into podcasting for the affiliates, like it's another way to to earn an income like if you if you love testing out products and things and you start an email list and i don't know there's so many things you can do with it i guess is is a takeaway so many things great and uh, my one takeaway is uh join a network it's kind of like kind of what lisa was talking about there's just so many benefits of joining the network it's easier to do hard things when you're with a group of people who are also doing the hard things Learn things, just even sharing ideas about how you do intros and, and affiliate links and, and podcast guests, all those things. Uh, you just go further faster when you are working with a group who are who have the same goals. So I, I think um, if you're if you're struggling and you don't want to do it alone, guess what? You don't have to do it alone. You could do it with a group and uh, join a network that matches your goals, values. All right. Well, that's that's it for the show. Thanks uh, to Lisa and Steve for joining us. Thanks for listening to the Scaling Therapy Practice, where we ask you to take intentional steps towards sustainable growth. We'll see you next time. Psych Maven is proud to support the Scaling Therapy Practice podcast. If you go to stp.psychmaven.com, you can take our free personal inventory and find out what your builder type is as a helping professional. This assessment is quick and fun, and it comes with tons of customized resources with your results, so you can discover the best ways to scale that match your own personality. Find the assessment at stp.psychmaven.com. The information contained in this episode represents the views and opinions of the speaker and not necessarily those of the host or the Scaling Therapy Practice podcast. Furthermore, the content is not intended to be a substitute for professional legal, accounting, or therapeutic advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your mental health professional or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding your condition. Never disregard professional advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on this episode.